Today is Tuesday, November 19th, 2019, and these are three notable brand and retail news stories. One, in the Amazon versus Walmart push for market share, Walmart delivered a few wins this week when it reported its earnings. The U.S.'s largest grocery store, that's Walmart, grew its e-commerce sales by 41%, driven by strength in grocery. The company said that the grocery category itself grew at a mid-single-digit rate. Beverages, fresh food, and pet items are among the most active groups for the retailer. And overall, grocery accounts for 56% of the company's revenue. CFO Bet Briggs commented on the call, quote, We focused on improving the fresh presentation and product quality, and this has resulted in stronger sales and market share gains, end quote. Online grocery continues to build and drive customer loyalty for the retailer. They currently have 3,100 Walmart stores serving online orders that customers can pick up in-store, and 1,400 of their stores can deliver to the customer's home. Overall, while many grocers struggle with home delivery, Walmart is showing to be best in class with secure integration between its online and physical stores. Earlier this month, Walmart rolled out Delivery Unlimited, an annual $98 membership for unlimited grocery deliveries from those 1,400 shops. Is this Walmart Prime? Amazon isn't far behind, though. The e-commerce retailer has plans to waive the additional Amazon Fresh monthly fee currently charged. Free delivery to Prime members in the 2,000 eligible regions could start soon. The Food Marketing Institute expects online grocery shopping to represent 20% of total grocery by 2025. South Korea already does 15% of their grocery shopping online. That puts into perspective the lag North American and European countries have in this category. 2. Much like income inequality, there's a growing gap amongst the largest luxury players with the deepest pockets and their smaller counterparts. LVMH, Caring, and Hermes have been experiencing double-digit increases, 22% at Caring, and smaller brands, Burberry, Ferragamo, and Todd's, experienced revenue declines in the same period. That's reporting from the last two years. Is digital driving the divide between luxury behemoths and the smaller organizations, if you can even call Burberry a small organization? Both Chinese customers and millennials are oft cited as the factors driving growth in luxury retail when we also consider that Bain & Company data shows that almost one-tenth of luxury spending has moved online, digital investments may be one aspect setting the significant players apart. LVMH and Hermes both operate their Chinese e-commerce sites independently, while Burberry sells its product online in China through Alibaba's Tmall. Luxury brands typically reinvest about 6% of revenue into marketing, Using that assumption, Gucci had 500 million euros to spend in 2018, half of which would go to social alone. The extra spend on digital is one factor that is driving greater engagement and revenue levels for these brands. Our third story is a good news story. IKEA has been making effective moves in design, particularly with the Virgil Abloh collection. The company has also been making improvements on the sustainable front. The New York Times yesterday brought to light that the Swedish organization has been in partnership with the Dwai Tung development project in Thailand. 
The United Nations have recognized Dwai Tung as both a successful approach to fighting drugs in the region and as a model to emulate as they progress towards the UN Development Goals by 2030, which includes inclusive economic opportunities. IKEA produces ceramics, tableware, and mulberry paper, currently with the organization. Earlier, IKEA worked with the weaving factory, which opened up markets beyond the women's villages. The company provided the workers at the factory training and quality control guidance. The now two factories have 125 workers and has one of the largest collections of hand looms in Southeast Asia. Japan Airlines and Muji are buying Dwai Tung products and produce. What I particularly love about this story is that it's moving the idea of supplier diversity and supplier inclusion forward as part of the responsible sourcing umbrella. Diversified supply chains make for good business anyway. Thoughtful diversified supply chains are an excellent way to align responsible sourcing with sound business practices. L'Oreal, Coca-Cola, Walmart, and Intel all have initiatives in solidarity sourcing. For L'Oreal, that means hiring collectives of women around the world to source various nuts for oils, which are base ingredients in many products. These, of course, aren't just prudent PR moves for these organizations. It shows that investment in communities can uplift an area. Markets are thriving as a result of Dwai Jung's success in Thailand, and most commercial projects are financially viable. Dwai Tung has also reported increasing per capita income and reducing income inequality in the region it operates. IKEA's approach, providing training and quality control guidance, helps ensure that the project is sustainable and operational, even without any of the feel-good marketing story attached to it. That's it for today. We'll be back tomorrow.